This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by sports teams in the state of Georgia. They're bad. And now it's time for the Sports Lords! <laughs> oh no. Surfs, what's up, Surfs? Hi, I was um, that sponsor sh- and the tone in our voice should let you know how we're feeling. It's been a rough, rough week. Yeah, well, you know, I I, I have to say uh, on a personal note, I had some good things happened to me last week i, I got married yeah, last week for real congratulations Thanks, Jimmy. Oh, yeah yeah that was good that was that was great so we hadn't talked about it on the podcast yeah we to, like, and you we know, don't have to go your into privacy. it you know it was great um so it was a shotgun wedding right Is it was that... a shotgun wedding she's about <laughs> eight and a half months pregnant uh her daddy walked up here from texas with, stood a shotgun. with a shotgun he yeah. walked yeah. up barefoot yep he had it pressed against the back of my skull <laughs> during the ceremony so it was very traditional in that way wow traditional yeah. shotgun wedding yeah so in that way it's kind of everything i ever dreamed of um of course yeah and every boy you... dreams of a shotgun wedding yeah. yeah you got guns yeah and girls yeah exactly <laughs> my two favorite things did and you... an unborn fetus did you get to kiss well, no, that's the thing. Yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah. Diddy was right there with his it's shotgun. True, that's true. And he was actually, he leaned into my ear right after we finished saying our vows and was like, if you fucking kiss her right now, your brains are going to be all over this little courthouse. Damn. Whoa. And I was like, yeah, that that was intense. But yes, at the same sir. time, yeah, I was courthouse. Like, so yeah. that he had a lawman. He had a lawman. <laughs> the lawman consented to the whole thing. It was a Texas marshal that came <laughs> up with him, right? Exactly. And uh, so it was intense. But I was also like, yes, I'm getting the full shotgun wedding experience. Yeah, you right. know, it's what you want. So it was like you, you get the. So anyway, that's all to say. But congratulations! I had a all. a personal. I had a good personal week. I had one of the worst sports weeks I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Which is saying something. Because yeah. we've had some bad ones. We've had some oh, real yeah. bad ones. We're but used yeah. to it. And we'll yeah. let you know all about them in a second yeah. here. But for dear dear listeners, for, for anyone who might be new, just got to let you know, like this first little segment is going to be very Georgia sports, Atlanta sports centric. That's where we're all from, where we mm-hmm. grew up. And... uh yeah, we're we're dealing with it, so we're gonna we're just gonna get it out, and then we're gonna move on to hopefully more fun stuff. But sure, we'll have some fun. We gotta get point. this out. Yeah, yeah, we gotta tell our stories. Gotta live our truth. Exactly. Because last time you heard from us, we made got everything wrong. <laughs> of bad predictions. Our guest, who admittedly doesn't like sports that much at all, Billy Bob Thompson. I think he got more right than we got right yeah he, did. he, he did. only got the astros wrong okay i think he said the opposite of everything we said and i think mm-hmm. all of us picked the astros to make it to the alcs not mm-hmm. tampa uh-huh. but beyond okay. that yeah 
Oh boy! Oh boy! So where do we get the, Bra- the Bravos guess, well, collapse? Gotta start with the Bravos. The Bravos, yeah, that was last Wednesday, and I can just tell my personal story. Please do, because I was working at uh, a bar, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put the game on. I had my Braves hat. The bar, you know, there's like a bunch of people sitting at the bar. There's job you have for fun. Job I have for fun. Yeah, yeah. Love pouring beer for drunk lunatics. Uh, Early afternoon first pitch. Yeah. Should sure. be relaxed. Why so not? Was, yeah. So I was like getting geared up all day. I was a little nervous. I had some stuff to do. So I was like, I'm not going to be able to watch the whole game, but that's okay because these games have not been enjoyable. They've right. been nerve wracking. And there's a couple, two, uh, like, you know, 50, maybe 60 something year old couples together. And one of them was really chatting me up because he was like, yeah, I was like, you guys swingers, what are you here for? Uh, and, uh, the, the older gentleman, one of, one of them was really just chatting with me because he's a big baseball fan. He was like, oh, what do you think's going to happen tonight? Uh, and he's talking about old team, but he's like, what do you think's going to happen? I said, well, we've got Mike Fultonevich pitching for the Braves. He's been pretty lights out the last few games. I'll, I would say he's either going to be great or he's going to have a complete meltdown. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, literally within five minutes of the game starting, he the guy just kept looking at me and wincing while I was working. And I was like, because uh, the Braves, uh, I think that was the worst half inning in the history of the Major League Baseball they tied, playoffs. They tied the most runs given up in an inning. I think in a playoff game. Yeah. So which was ten. Yeah, ten runs and they're down ten to nothing before they even get to bat. So pretty much immediately, even when they were up, when the the Cardinals were up like I don't know four nothing, I was like, oh, this isn't good. Yeah. But when they went up nine ten nothing, I was like, oh, it's over. Yeah. And these and the worst. Even worse than the old people, old guy who kept wincing at me, these like New York bros came in Ugh. one at a time. Ugh. And w- the first one came in, he's like, What's, is that the fucking score? He's like, Oh shit, dude. I'm sorry. That's fucking, oh, that shit. It's over. And then another guy would come in and be like, What's up, bro? Yo, was that the score? Oh shit, dude. I'm sorry. I just saw your hat. And the third guy came in, he was like, Holy shit, that's a massacre. Is that the score? And they're like, yeah, this fucking dude took his hat off. It's so bad. And I did. I took my hat off because everyone was looking at me like I. they all just found out that uh, someone died in my family. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to. So I took the hat off. Luckily, I got out of there and I had something to do that night. I had to go do something cool to get my mind off of it, which was fun. But uh I'm still in a little bit of shock, I gotta say. Yeah. My sports shock. For me, yeah. I was at my office job that I do just so I can feel what it's like to be like a normal human. Sure. Uh and right. not have to pay rent or barely pay rent and barely get food on the table. Um <laughs> But I, my whole plan was it's a five five o'clock first pitch. I'm not gonna watch it today because it's super stressful. I'm just gonna like wrap up my shit because I get out at six, wrap up my shit. Get on the subway, go home. I'll miss the early inning, so I won't get all that stress, and I'll only get the stress for like the back half of the game. Mm-hmm. Good plan. So Solid I was like, plan. "Cool, this will be fine." Because I was like nervous about it. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm 
sort of checking a little bit online as I'm working here because it's impossible to not pay attention as yeah. much as I want. And yeah, it just starts and then and then the plan shifts. It's like, fuck, how do I avoid get being in contact with any other human being in my office? Because they're all gonna mm-hmm. give me shit because they mm-hmm. all know I'm from Atlanta and they all know I root for the Braves. Mm-hmm. And uh luckily I was able to sneak out of there. Um but yeah, I was way more relaxed, thankfully. It was in a way it was good. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just like, all right, well, well, that's, that's it. That's the thing. I didn't get to watch it at all because I was preparing to get married the next day, and I'm glad for that now. At the time, I was like, oh, it kind of sucks that I'm going to miss this big game. But I was, like you guys, in a way relieved that I don't didn't have to experience the stress. Granted, I didn't you know, expect it to turn out <laughs> the way it did. But I've heard, because then the Dodgers wound up blowing their series, too. Later that night. In a much more dramatic fashion much more atlanta fashion and I yeah would say. <laughs> so i've because i've heard people discussing like well would you rather have the 10 run first inning and know your team it's just done and it's over or would you rather suffer through three hours of on the edge of your seat game being in the lead kicked in the dick in being the, in the yeah. lead as the dodgers were all yeah, game and right. then in the eighth inning Kershaw collapsed as he always yeah. does. Yeah. And l- like the game was tied. You know, and then in the 10th inning, giving up a, they gave up a grand slam and that's how they lost. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I've gone back and forth. You know, I, <laughs> I actually brought this up thir- uh, uh, in therapy. <laughs> she didn't, as my therapist knew, I was a big Braves fan. Kevin, are you sure you only want to talk about sports? I d- you know, there's nothing else. I had to address it. I had to address it. I was still reeling, and even she said, "Because uh, my therapist is Dr. Jennifer Melfi. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Uh, she's the best. Yeah, she uh, is great. She's out in Jersey. But even she said, <laughs> she said, she was like, well, in a way, isn't that better that it was just over quickly? And I was like. And I've thought about it, you know, yes and no. In the short term, yes, because we didn't have to experience that, like, terrible stress and then heartbreak. But in the long term, I think it's worse because it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. You couldn't even muster. Like, you couldn't yeah. even. Because well, then you think back of, like, I watched how many games this season yeah. for that to be the ending. Right. I was so, I think I was probably more invested this season than any other season in the history of the, well, like. Like, I watched way more games this year than I have in years, probably yeah. my entire adult life. And it was really fun because they're great. But it's like, that's how you're going to fucking do us at the end. Yeah, just totally crap your pants. And then not on top of that, yeah, not competitive. And then on top of that, we talked about off mic, which is just like they hit Acuna with a pitch at, towards the end of the game and no one did anything. And yeah, that's ridiculous. Nobody had his back. And even in the game one, I feel like the Braves picked up some bad karma early yeah. in game one by like throwing him under the bus to the press. Because we didn't really talk about this because we've had guest hosts the last couple weeks and we've been distracted with other stuff. Yeah. But yeah, in game one, what ended up happening that became a big story. And this is like going across baseball because all the fucking old head writers and whatever yeah. getting their, you know, jerking off to this. Mm-hmm. But Ronald Acuna hit another like long fly ball and he kind of like watched it as it was going and he didn't hustle. And so he ended up being a single instead of him ending uh, getting a double. And after the game, basically, his teammates kind of really didn't defend him. Yeah. They all kind of shat on him. Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, 
people I know who cover the Braves accurately said they didn't think it was a lack of hustle. They were they read it as he thought it was a foul ball. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's either a home run or a foul ball. And yeah. I'm just going to. It's so, frankly, it yeah, you don't want to see that, but at the same time, it wouldn't have changed anything. Yeah. They still would have lost that game because it wasn't because of him that they lost. Right. I mean, the guy had He's the he, he was the best player of the whole series. Yeah. He batted like what four sixty, you said? Yeah. It was he hit somewhere in the four hundreds. Mm-hmm. A homer, a couple doubles, a triple. He had a some f- amazing catches. Four star catch was, in the outfield. Yeah. He was literally him and Adam Duval were like the only bright spots and of the Ozzie. Braves offense. And Ozzy. But like and Dansby, sure. Okay, sorry. It was just those four guys. Those four, but like the other heart of the lineup, Marcakis, Freddie Freeman, who was you know probably injured, yeah. but still, and uh, Josh, Josh Donaldson. Donaldson they were McCann. they were ice cold. I mean, Nothing. McCann, I forgive a little bit because he's just. I mean, he were that was the other bummer that really stuck the dagger in was like game over. Brian McCann's like I'm retiring. Yeah, it's like damn. He's like, I mean. I just think it sucked that he he did it right after the game. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, right. wait a week. Yeah, don't do it now. I know, but I mean, it's his... similar to Chipper when he retired. He all it was also against the Cardinals, losing in the playoffs in that one game. Yeah, it's like, yeah, if you're if you're a, a brave and you're going to retire, last yeah. game's not going to be good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And McCann, I I don't really blame him for playing like sh- i think it was weird that they started him every he game it I was all snicker it was like make any sense no because his bat speed is i mean he's he can catch a good game he's yeah, yeah but he's literally the slowest player in baseball right. they've yeah. clocked it his bat speed is pretty slow because he's older and he can't throw people out at second not that right. everyone was stealing but that's always been his weak point yeah. so there's like a lot of things of like yeah like flowers and Tyler flowers is good and he yeah. was sort of starting to heat up towards the end of the season after be- being kind of having a shitty couple months and they had Francisco Cervelli. Cervelli right behind him it's like why that the fuck did they sense. start the oldest guy like why not rotate yeah, yeah rotate like you, do like, the you regular did, like you did all season. I don't. Yeah, for some reason, once they got into the playoffs, they're like, no, only McCann can catch. But the other thing too, there's a lot of things. There's so many things to to unpack. Oh my god! Uh, but like the thing with Acuna getting hit in that game five, they hit him in like the eighth inning when they were they're up like thirteen thirteen to, to one. one. Um, and then they asked Flaherty about it after the game, and he's like, oh, well, you know, we were just trying to pitch inside. And he gives this, like, long answer about how, oh, we weren't trying to hit him. It was all about pitching him. And it's just all total bullshit. Oh, yeah. Like, totally. Because cause somebody he, leaked that, that video of the manager yes. where he's like, they started some shit. We finished this shit. Yeah. Well, it was like some real, like, Because Acuna like, got into it with uh, their closer, yeah. Carlos Martinez. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, he got in it with his closer. Your son? My, well, he's not my son because he. I was watching with my wife and she was like, oh, it's your son. And I was like, he's only my son if he chokes. And he didn't. So he's uh, not my son. Okay. He's. Yeah. You gotta get the your bastard test. son. Yeah. He's my fucking nephew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but he had, he, they got into some shit because Acuna hit like a home run off him and then, you know, did a slow run around and yeah it's the unwritten rule man yeah, or whatever right. bullshit and so they were talking and they were they've been talking i mean they had to be separated by yadier molina at mm-hmm. one point um which was surprising because i figured yadier would have been up for a fight right at any point yeah. but 
But yeah, they had some bad blood yeah. the whole series. Yeah, so it was like clearly Which is fine, intentional. But it's clearly intentional. Yeah. And the Braves dug out nothing. They just did nothing. They didn't do anything. None of the Your pitchers. Your season is, is an ending away from ending. You got nothing to lose. Yeah. If you're that pitcher, you fucking throw yeah. at that guy. Or if you're a base runner, when you slide into second or whatever, you yeah. go hard. Or like, yeah, the least like come up to the top step of the dugout and yell some, some shit at their dugout or yeah, something. Yeah, do some, show some signs of well, life. Like we were talking yeah. off mic before the show. Like there's a tweet going around, which I I don't know if it's 100% true. Like we'll find out more, I'm sure. But the Nationals who beat the Dodgers and are in the NLCS now. They have a player named Juan Soto, who is also a rookie. I think he finished second in Rookie of the Year last year behind Ronnie. And they've become pretty good friends. Uh, I guess in the game, in the last game, uh, Flaherty for the Cardinals was pitching to Soto when he walked him. And Soto, uh, after the walk, did a bat flip and stared down Flaherty <laughs> the whole way down to first. Which is insane that a player from the Nationals is standing up for Ronald Acuna more than yeah, his own teammates. That is, that's a bad state of affairs it's, right there. It's, it's disheartening. Bad. Yeah. What I, and I said this before off mic, but my hope is that something, just because that's so shitty, if they treated their best player like that yeah, for no reason other than like, you didn't run on that one hit. It's like, I hope that he did something awful in the locker room that we don't know about because yeah, yeah. Uh, because otherwise it's like i'd rather i i'll put it this way i would rather him have uh there's something we don't know about that he did that was shitty than an entire team surrounding him that just like are dicks yeah. yeah right yeah that's that's my hope but it's, uh, it doesn't look good it's, it's not a good way to end the season no, that was like was, had no yeah. negatives really. Like the whole season, it you was know. such a good season. Yeah, they and were so good. And there's more shit if we really wanted to get into the weeds. Like, why did the best pitcher on the team, Mike Soroka, only start one yes. game? Yeah. Why did Dallas Keuchel, a left-handed pitcher, going up against a predominantly right-handed hitting team, yep. start two games and on yeah. three days rest? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think Snitger showed why we all year long we said he's a player's manager but he's not great yep. at kind of managing yeah. the game yeah tactics and I, I think that showed up majorly this time around Definitely. i wonder if his job is in any kind of jeopardy after that series I'm, i want it to be same here frankly same here uh, I, I agree i would love need, a change in manager yeah. immediately i think they need that just like a, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, like because a younger guy who can relate yeah. to younger, the younger players. Right. So that's who your team is. Yeah. It's young guys. Yeah. Not a walking thumb <laughs> who doesn't, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't begrudge him. I don't, he's, no, he's done a good like, job, yeah. but it's just, it's like, yeah, he makes a lot of bad, like, he's just a player's manager, makes a lot of bad, like, uh, uh, strategic choices, it yeah. seems. But in sports, you see that a lot, right? Where it's a team will rebuild and they'll be bad for a little while and they start to get good and they have a manager who's the person behind kind of that rejuvenation, but they get to a point where it's like, this is as far as I can kind of take it without going over the top. Right. So like 
John Gruden's only Super Bowl, it was Tony Dungy's team. Tony mm-hmm. Dungy kind of built that Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, but he couldn't get it done in the playoffs. And then Gruden comes in one year and boom, yeah. wins it. You know, right. same with uh, in Chicago, like Doug Collins with the Bulls in the '80s could never get it done, even with Michael Jordan. And then Phil Jackson comes in. Yeah, you know, there you go. So I don't so, know. I think Snitker's kind of gone as far as he can take it. That's I agree. I and think now we need a somebody, yeah, like he, something. Oh, another thing someone, we didn't talk yeah. about is how he insisted on playing uh, Marcakis the oh, whole yeah. time when that guy, uh, you know, he just sucked this season. Yeah, really good last season, but you just watch him, you're like, this guy is like his career's he's like done. ending and before our eyes. Yeah, he's yeah. like he can't he. He sucks at the plate. He's not very good in the field. He's not fast. He looks like, every year of 35 yeah. years old or yeah. whatever he is. And yeah. he just insisted on, no, you got to play him. I love He's him. my guy. Yeah. So even though we had guys off the bench like Adam Duvall, who was kind of on fire yeah. and could have been playing and, as a starter the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. Matt Joyce, who's also 35, but had a really good season. Or Austin Riley, even. Or Austin who's Riley. Like, Fuck it. Throw him out there. Let's sure. see if he can hit better than 148. Like yeah. Yeah. Hit. Yeah. 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 Get some of that Riley magic back. But even if he sucked, it's like at least you're shaking things up. At least you're trying, you know, because as a team, it's also got to be like, well, we got to do something. Different. Right. I know, especially starting Fulte game five, like Kevin said. I mean, that was, was an okay move. I'm not, yeah, it was an okay move. I didn't disagree with it, but... Because he had shut them out the last game. I know, game. he looked so good that it, it felt like, oh, we're going to get good Fulte again. But it does feel, still feels like a coin flip with him where you're like, yeah. which one Well, and there was that get? error in the first inning. So that, I got to like yeah, also Freddy. throw oh, Freddie under error. the bus because right. that sort of that was, was the a choke job. That was the breaking point. I think it was like it just got out of hand. After yeah, because couldn't they have if he didn't make that error, like they could have gotten out of that inning with like only giving up one run or something like something that. Like that. It, it would have been the not tense. Yeah. 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 And it was a lot of bad luck too. like the game they lost in St. Louis game four. Basically, they lost it on two broken bat hits. Yeah. Which was like, come the fuck on. Are you serious? Yeah, there was yeah. a lot. They it's had like a lot of, of bad hits, luck. Like they break a bat and it lands like yeah. in the spot where no one is right. standing. And it's just like, there's nothing you can do about it. It's a little bit of bad luck, but they also created a lot of that bad luck. Yeah. Well, I think the stat was in four of five games, the Braves were leading in the eighth or ninth inning. So that's tough, too. Like, they could have swept that fucking yeah. series and they lost it's it's just and so now it's terrible and now the cardinals are getting just fucking Killed. worked Destroyed by the, by the team that finished by, behind the Braves. Yeah. i've heard multiple people season. i feel like i'm in hell because just today i heard multiple people on the street uh blue collar types sure because i was doing a blue collar job hey. today for fun uh, you gotta love it and they were laying some pipe nash yeah laying pipe Back and fudge. <laughs> what does that mean again? You'll always send up some pipes uh, in the city. Yeah. Uh, Fill the fudge for the f- chocolate factory. For the fudge fountains. <laughs> the fudge fountains all over the city. They yeah. fucking love it. Oh, it's a city, uh, hey. city of fudge fountains. You yeah. never heard of that? Hey. But I heard, about it. I heard multiple of those types, you know, Bugs Bunny types, uh, say that uh, the Nationals are going to the World Series, I guess. And it's like, oh yeah. man, fucking kill me! I know the whole time we were like talking, yeah, because we kept talking about how everyone was hyping the Nationals, 
I was like, the Braves are doing just as well. And then it's like classic Atlanta sports where and throughout the year we beat the Nationals yeah. a lot. We yeah. dominated them. Yeah. And then now we got to watch them probably go to the World Series. And I got to be honest, if they do, and if the Yankees are playing against them, I'm going to be going for the Yankees. Honestly, I might too. I'm, I, that's what I said to my boss because he's a Yankees fan. I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm Astros. I know. I was like, look, I'm rooting for the Astros at this point. They're the team I dislike the least. Of the remaining teams, but honestly, I'm not rooting for. E- I hate both the National League teams. So if it's Yankees versus either of them, it's probably going to be Nationals because they're up three zero now. And I've stopped watching baseball. But the hard thing yeah. with the, with this Nationals Cardinals thing too, though, I hate the Nationals, but like I almost hate the Cardinals more. Same here. Uh, it's just like one of those things of like, ugh, I like, know, I don't it's, know. I neither fuck one. St. Louis. Their yeah. fans are the worst. They're insufferable yeah. fans. Who also, think they're like so they, smug, they and smart. talked them yeah. up so much in like the pre games and everything. And then there's like there for the game one of the NLCS, their their stadium was like half empty mm-hmm. for like right before first pitch, and it's like it's I and they did Atlanta it against the, the Braves too. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say there's like a weird bias that like again. We're very Atlanta centric right now, and yeah, you have to bear with us. Bear guys. with us. Yeah. There's a couple things. So, like Atlanta gets a bad reputation of like the fans not showing up or whatever, but there were a lot of St. Lu- empty St. Louis seats or empty seats in St. Louis that everyone says they're the best fans, right? And the other thing, I feel like Atlanta athletes, particularly like Matt Ryan right now and others in the past, have always gotten shit for choking. Mm-hmm. But Clayton Kershaw, Ooh. no one ever calls a choker. Yeah. And that motherfucker always He's a chokes huge in the playoffs. Choker. He's an amazing pitcher. It's not to He's take like away. He's like a Hall of Fame pitcher. It's not to take away his skill. And I know the manager can take him out. But at the same time, he still blows it ultimately. Yeah. Why don't I hear the same trash talk about Clayton Kershaw that I do about like Matt Ryan or like Greg Maddox in the past or Tom Glavin in the past yeah. or other people. Yeah. In Atlanta. It's like a weird thing. I don't know. Yeah. It just bugs me. Yeah, I know. I I don't know what that is, but we've always gotten it. Yeah. Whether it's Maddox used to choke, quote unquote, in the playoffs. It sucks, man. I yeah. don't know. It's But yeah, I guess in a sense. Uh, it is there is some solace in that the Dodgers choked harder? There is. It did make me feel a little bit better that next morning when I woke up and saw that the Dodgers had choked. I was like, "All right, well, at least- I guess I can get married today." <laughs> <laughs> You're Gilly's, about to call it off. Kelly's Diddy had the shotgun uh, yeah. in my face. <laughs> you woke up to a gun. You're like, "One chicken, Diddy, like, don't pull the trigger yet." Dodgers, Dodgers. Okay, don't pull the trigger. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, um, it sucks. It's uh, it just sucks. That it's the Nationals because it's like they're in our division, and mm-hmm. yeah, like everyone. It's just like I don't think that hype about them was warranted. Like I think the Braves are the better team. Yes, yeah, and they're definitely the better team than the Cardinals. Ugh. But it's just like Ugh. a mixture of bad luck and like bad managing, bad management, and then also just like people going. From like pretty hot to just cold. Yeah. Because like, also we didn't talk in that game. One, there was a play where Paul Goldschmidt came off the bag and it was mm-hmm. reviewed. 
and they called the Braves player out. Mm-hmm. And if he would have been on first, you know, then immediately a home run came that would have tied the game. Right. You know, like that there shit tons happened. Of little things like there that. was a check swing that was awful against right. Cervelli when they called him the strikeout, and like the bat didn't even. I mean, mm-hmm. even Ron Darling, who's a piece of shit calling the game nationally yeah. he was a Mets guy even he was like some of these calls are pretty bad yeah and they all went against Atlanta yeah but Braves I yeah. thought I was used to it but every year you know, it's like it's, it's always a new way because I was prepared for a close game that the Braves lose at the end and then it was just this stunning blowout right away it was like oh damn okay. I even text you guys I think where it was like if it was the other way around and Atlanta had gone up 10 to nothing in the first inning they probably would have lost 11 to 10 mm-hmm. yeah yeah because that's, that's how i that's, always think now yeah. because i've been broken that's by what happens yeah. to us. you know i gotta say i think i'm finally as broken as you are i yeah. think this broke me i'm like i don't know yeah. man it was pretty devastating um, and to switch gears a little bit yeah to continue on this break and i'm not even a georgia fan jimmy i'm well yeah my condolences thank you i mean yeah, what, real what, what one, is there one to say? Punch there. To continue yeah, it was, on the, it was, uh, the sad train of Georgia sports. It was a real uh, gut punch for me on Saturday. Uh, my Georgia Bulldogs were playing the University of South Carolina Gamecocks. 12, 12 o'clock kickoff at home in Athens, Georgia. Um, George, the Bulldogs were, I think, 21 and a half point favorites. Uh, South Carolina's two and three. Going into this game, UGA, I think. number three ranked team Georgia's in the nation at the ranked time. Ranked third. So if everybody's like, oh, well, yeah, we'll take care of South Carolina. No problem. Uh, we just got to worry about Florida and the back half of the schedule with Florida and Auburn and Texas A&M. Uh, and then Georgia goes ahead and plays the worst game they they have. And they injure the starting quarterback for South Carolina, yeah. who was the second stringer already. Right. Well, and so, yeah, so they injure, they injure Holinsky. Yeah, Ryan Holinsky, their quarterback. Uh, and the thing is, well, they didn't injure him. He got, he injured. got injured. I don't um, want it to sound like Georgia did anything. Dirty it was, it didn't. Yeah. But so that's the thing. Georgia was tied. They tied it late to make it 17 <laughs> 17. They, they only, the defense only gave up 10 points from through a pick six. He hadn't thrown an get, interception all year. He hadn't thrown, that was his first interception of the season. They just, and he threw three, right? He threw three end. interceptions and he had a fumbled snap. So he counted from had four turnovers, which, you know, it's insane. Um, so I don't know, man. There's not really much to say beyond just like it was the offense was terrible. Um, it was the worst game I've ever seen from throw a play, but I don't think it was 100 percent his fault because uh, the play calling the offensive game plan just all seemed garbage. The hardest part, uh, and this, ha- I mean, this is basically all I've ever experienced as a Georgia fan, and it seems to happen <clears throat> almost every year, is we get the hype early in the season. We owe, because Georgia always gets like a pretty solid recruiting class, so there's always a good amount of talent on the team. And for whatever reason, Georgia's one of those programs where people are like, well, look, they've got this talent that's a big football state. Uh, so yeah, they, they we're gonna put them in the top five, and we always lose a game like that that we should win. Um, it felt like the last couple of years were kind of turning things around under the Kirby regime, totally. Uh, which you know, it's not over. 
it's not over. There's plenty of season left. Got to win out. You got to win out now. That's the pressure in college football is one loss. You know, you can really only have one loss, and even then, you're you're borderline with one loss. So it's going to be a tough road to hoe. Um, but yeah, yeah. Florida game SEC. now. That Florida game now with two one loss teams is looking it's even be bigger. A big one. And then I forget that you guys play Auburn every year too. Yeah, we've got Auburn and, and we have A and M this year too as okay. our like rotating in SEC Oof. West. Playing Luckily, Auburn, that's in Athens and Auburn that. That game's called Clean Old Fashioned Hate. Correct. Uh, or no, right. It's the Deep right? South. Uh, no, that's uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech. Tech. Georgia that's Tech. Georgia okay. Tech rivalry. the Deep South's oldest rivalry. That's right. Because it then, goes back to like 1893. That's where the right. War Damn Eagles started. Right. Yeah. And against Florida, it's the world's largest outdoor cocktail, pond. cocktail yeah. party. Although the, the universities have been trying to de-emphasize that. Right. That Now they call it. There's definitely going to be some frat guys who drink themselves to death. Exactly. Game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning. They choke on in, their own vomit. In, in, yeah. Jack- in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> There's the going to be this place on earth. Oh, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> I've been to Jacksonville, and guys, it is sucks dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It's actually, but it's the largest city in America. Uh, land wise, mm, they really? just have yeah they have like oh I thought ex- you meant weight wise. <laughs> <laughs> They just have extremely an extremely large like area municipality. Yeah, probably because some fucking some dipshit on a fan boat was like, "I call all of this." I'm Jackson. I'm Jackson. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, take take it." <laughs> Hell yeah! We didn't want it. This is kind of shitty. It's mine. Yeah. Hey, quit trying to trick me. Yeah, y- y'all can't have it. Oh, the gator got me. <laughs> All yeah. these jaguars are eating me because they're <laughs> everywhere. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, that, that was tough. Sucks for that. That sucked. Uh, was definitely surprising. Um, in a way, I almost feel like the Braves' disappointment of a few days earlier sort of like softened the blow of this. Like I think I was numb. still you were numb, numb to it yeah. from the right. Braves' loss, where I was just like. And I had just gotten married like two days before, and I was really hung over on Saturday. Yeah. Like, getting drunk with you guys on Friday. What? Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, sorry. Diet Pepsi drunk. Yeah. We, kind of, we had a bunch yeah, of Yeah. We all drove home. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're responsible guys. I scootered home. <laughs> yeah. And I had my all my kids ride uh, segways behind me. <laughs> like a little, like a mama duck and a little duck. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Mama Duck Kev. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was stunning and disappointing. Uh but Luckily uh, it's you still still alive. There's still, still a lot of season chance. left, you know. Anything can happen. That's the thing. And I was saying this off mic too, is with college football, like teams can look so differently from, you know, week one to week five, from week five to week ten. Right. So, because as Diego is, said, they're children. Exactly, they are children. We're talking about <laughs> teens yeah. here. So, um, so you know, there is still some hope. These uh, y'all got Kentucky, right? Still got Kentucky to play. No, so. Like this, I no, think no, that's this, this Saturday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As it's Morgan, weirdly a six p.m. kickoff for some reason, but, but yeah, there's weird kickoff times this weekend. I feel like yeah. across the board because my Vols. We get to we get to play Alabama. Oh right! At nine p.m. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? 
in in Alabama. Yeah, and Brian Denny. It's eight you know, p.m. I know. Yeah, but yeah. Still, on, they on Central Time mm-hmm. downhill. Oh man, that's gonna be talk about being over quick. Well, hey, that'll be. You guys beat Mississippi State this we weekend. Did. Though. That's pretty good. That was great. Yeah. It was nice to see the freshman started again until he landed on his head and concussed himself and oh, he had broken no. his neck, but he's okay. Oh, shit. And Garantano came in and did all right. Hey. Garantano, get in there. I made sure that we broke his fucking neck. <laughs> no. Uncle D, that was my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. He's fucking dead, Jared. Yeah, it was a scary play. It was one of those where he dove to try to get the first down, but like got kind of undercut and then oh. like landed on his head and rolled over. Ouch. But yeah, Bama is going to just destroy. Yeah. I mean, they asked Jeremy Pruitt, the coach of Tennessee, like what his game plan was going into the Bama game. And Don't his, die and shit your pants. <laughs> basically. Well, his response was like, well, you know, they got, they got a quarterback and wide receivers that'll rival, a, you know, almost any NFL team out there. And, uh, you know, there's this Haskew out in Arkansas who they only onside kick and never punt. And it's like, maybe that'll work. I don't know if they never get the ball. We got to change. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an honest answer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, what do you do? Yeah, you can't. That team's averaging like 52 points a game. Well, that's the thing is like between Bama and LSU, I'm like, for for me as a Georgia fan, I'm like, if even if Georgia wins the East... You better have your your jock strap strapped tight for that SEC championship yeah, game, right? Because whoever comes out of the West is gonna be a juggernaut. Hopefully, beat up. True, but I mean, they are again, gonna be a juggernaut. Yeah, there's you know six or seven, however many weeks left in the season, so a lot can change still. But speaking of LSU, that last weekend they played Florida. Yeah, and that was an awesome game. Yeah, it was, it was really good, good, and I'm glad. I'm glad Coach O. And the Tigers ended up winning that one because yeah, Florida, ugh, hate Florida. Um, but yeah, so that happened on Saturday, and then the coup de grace for Atlanta fans are the final. If you're any, because that you know there are plenty of Braves fans who aren't Georgia fans, and Falcons fans who aren't Georgia fans, or Falcons fans who aren't Braves fans, or whatever. But everybody, there's something for everybody in the state of Georgia to, this, to be miserable last about. week. Yeah. And the Falcons, I want to get back to college football in a second, but yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll go here. The Atlanta Falcons, who are awful, uh, look like they were finally going to maybe hang in there and, yeah. and, and win a game, and they didn't. They lost because the kicker missed an extra point with a minute 30 or something, minute 20 left in the game. Yeah. And so they lost 34 to 33 to the Arizona Cardinals, yeah. led by Kyler Murray. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're one in five now. They're one in five. Their the coach coaches gotta be fired. He's gonna be fired. They have it. the worst defense, I think, ever almost, yeah. maybe. They've only got five sacks for the entire year. Oh my god. Uh that's tied for worst with the Miami Dolphins who are purposely trying to be bad. Right. They still haven't won a game. They have yeah. Yeah. They they're the joke, yeah. you know, they're the team everyone wants to leave, but the Falcons are on par with right. a lot of Miami stuff. Yeah. And it's really frustrating, and it it's sad because the offense is really good. Yeah, it sucks to see Julio Jones, his prime, wasted like this. And Amari Cooper, yeah, and Matt Ryan's towards the end of his run, mm-hmm. and he's actually, you know, whatever. Yeah. Been fine. Yeah, but the Falcons ended up putting that cherry on top of that uh, fun Georgia sports weekend. Mm-hmm. That, you know, what? Yeah, it really feels personal. Because Georgia feels Tech like... lost, too, by the way. Like, they haven't oh, won sure. anything. They're... 
terrible. So that's like, you know, yeah. for the tech fans, right. that's another one. Yeah. Feels like God hates us. It's the curse of the 96 Olympics, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was rough. Uh, you know, I'm starting to bounce back. I'm starting to, you know, I got out of bed for the first time. Uh, oh, that's good. Today. Kev. Yeah. yeah. You look like you, did you take a shower today? You look the cleanest you have since last week. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <laughs> well, here, I got something that'll make you feel better. Um, we can go through this again. I'll go through this again real quick. Um, just oh, yeah, to, this is a nice bow. Just on. to put a cap on this. We're, sure. I know we said we were going to be quick about it, and it's been most of the first segment, but mm-hmm. hey, whatever. It's our podcast. We got to get it off our chest. Uh, but it's when our I talk, podcast, and we'll cry if we want to. That's right. When I talk about the curse of the Olympics or 96, this is why. Here's a list of the things that have happened since the Braves won the World Series in 1995, when we were all happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... These are all the things. The Braves lose the 96 World Series immediately afterwards. Probably the most painful one. Very painful. Uh, then the Braves lost to the Padres in 1998, uh, 1998, which was one of the biggest upsets ever because the team was awesome and the Padres sucked. Then the Falcons lost the 1999 Super Bowl 34-19, and it was a blowout mm-hmm. from the beginning. The Braves got swept in the 1999 World Series. The Hawks missed the 2000 NBA playoffs after losing before the third round eight years in a row. Then the number five UGA Bulldogs lost to unranked Florida 20 to 13, costing them a shot at the national championship game. Michael Vick then broke his leg before the 2003 NFL season, missing most of the year. They finished five and 11. Georgia Tech basketball lost the 2004 national championship game. Then the Falcons lost the 2005 NFC championship game 27 to 10. Then Michael Vick was arrested in his prime before the 2007 season. Ugh. The team finished 4-12. and 12. Hashtag free Mike Vick. Free him. Then the uh, Georgia Bulldogs lost twice to unranked teams, costing Ugh. them a shot at the national championship Ugh. game. Ugh. In 2006, the Braves missed the playoffs after losing 10 straight years uh, following their last World Series win. The Falcons then lost at home in 2011 in the playoffs, 48 to 21, after going 13 and three in the regular season. <laughs> the Braves then entered September eight and a half games up in the wild card and proceeded to go nine and 18 and miss the 2011 playoffs <laughs> completely. <coughs> then the Falcons lost in 2012 in the playoffs, 24 to two. Then Georgia lost the 2012 SEC championship game by five yards. <laughs> then the Falcons lost in 2013 NFC championship game, blowing a 17 to nothing lead. Then the Atlanta Hawks, the basketball team, they won 60 games in the regular season, 19 games in a row, I believe, but they got swept in the 2015 Eastern conference finals. <laughs> the Falcons in 2015 started five and zero and proceeded to finish three and eight and miss the playoffs altogether. <laughs> Then there was the 28 to 3 Super Bowl, enough said. Oh, we won't have to talk about that one. Oh. Then uh the Bulldogs lost the 2018 National Championship game 26 to 23 in overtime after blowing a 20 to 7 lead. And finally, the Bulldogs lost last year's SEC Championship game 35 to 28 after blowing a 28 to 14 lead. And then and now the we can add the Braves. The Braves, the Bulldogs and We can well, the Bulldogs still not yet. Because we got to wait and see. Maybe the season will turn Maybe out. Maybe they be, can turn it around. Great, but no, and then we can add. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to go bad. 
Yeah. So yeah, it's been fun in Atlanta. And I know there's a few people out there, and I tweeted this out to you. Yes, Atlanta United won the MLS Cup last year, but they were created so far removed right. after the Olympics that it still hasn't caught up yet. But it yeah. will. Yeah. It will. Something will happen there. Because it's inevitable. <sighs> so now you know why we are the way we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and years of neglect. That too. <laughs> As children. But uh, mostly because of this. Yeah, mostly this. <laughs> and for me, you, I can, for myself personally, I can add in my Tennessee volunteers who are the worst they've ever been in the history of their school in the last mm-hmm. like 10 years. Yeah. So, more fun like positive yeah, stuff. It's, it's, yeah. Well, the Hawks are, have some no, I'm, fun, exciting. I'm not ready to put my... They're still like three years away. Oh, <laughs> like, no, they definitely and are. I, I'm also but, just like, I, I'm not yet at a place where I can be invested in sports or positive. for a little while. Yeah. Of any kind. So yeah. I, I just... Uh, no, I'm with you on that. I will say the nice thing with the Hawks is that you know they're still bad, but they have young players so like you don't have to get invested really because you know they're not gonna win right yeah but they have like these young guys who might be good right you know and any win is like a bonus yeah you know like like, oh that's nice i wasn't expecting yeah exactly cool trey young no expectations yeah right quick little breaking news here to get away from the Georgia stuff uh garrett cole and the astros steamrolled the yankees oh and uh one four to one so they're up 2-1 now, right? Yeah, he gave up zero runs through seven innings and struck out seven batters along the way. But wow. you all knew that from... Uh, sure, because you're, you're in the future. In the future, yeah. In the future. Do humans sound like this? <laughs> Tell me, listener. On Thursday, everyone started speaking like this. And the dead robots have a British accent because all future movies, everyone's British. Yes. British people in the future. Robots. Mm. Flying cars. One fun thing Sex we can dolls. talk about are a few fun names. Oh, yeah. To lighten the mood a little Definitely. bit as we wrap Always. up here. Definitely. I wrote down a few kind of fun names. So another cool name. This one's like more cool, I think, for a football player. I don't know why I hadn't mentioned him because he's a Tennessee guy. Nigel Warrior. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I think that's that a is. good football player That name. is a really good name. It'd also be a good football player name. Yeah. Oh, like a Mad Max character. Yeah. Name. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel Warrior. Get in the back of my doom buggy if you want to live. And then I wrote down a few LSU guys who have fun names. Some of these maybe have been repeated, but whatever. They're still fun. Yeah. I know we said Racy McMath that in the past, but I got to get that name so out there good. again. Because Racy yeah. McMath. And wide res- or, uh, his cousin, Sexy McCalculus. <laughs> Been sitting on that for about an hour. Nice job, thank yeah. you. And his yeah. chubby little brother, Bud McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> That's mean. I'm sorry. I'm fat shaming a lot today. So what? Uh, uh, but yeah, it's a wide receiver LSU. Then there's another LSU player, center Lloyd Cushenberry the third. Oh yeah, I, <laughs> I remember that. that. One in one yeah, of the games Cushenberry the third, and he's a big dude. And then there's linebacker for LSU, Patrick Queen. Queen. Yes, yes. 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 And then I wrote down a. I know he's not in college. He's a San Diego Charger, but they have an os- offensive lineman named Forrest Lamp. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Lamp. That's how he said it because it was on the Sunday night game when they're like, they should. Forrest Lamp, <laughs> like Milton Academy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dingleberry Hupkiss, the Ohio State University. 
that was always my favorite part of Monday Night Football for the longest time, mm-hmm. and now my favorite part of Sunday Night Football. Yeah, because they always sometimes the players will say not their college and mm-hmm. something different. Mm-hmm. I think it was Randy Moss or someone would be like Randy Moss, another planet. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. Damn. Yeah, someone will say their elementary school. Mm-hmm. Terrell Suggs would always just say uh, the streets. Or like the school of hard knocks. <laughs> Did we ever talk about on this that. on the pod when uh, Ron Artest made that guy Chuck? What was his name? Chuck Sager. Chuck. Oh, you know what I'm talking Craig about. Sager. Craig, Craig Sager. Yeah. <laughs> he was, the the Lakers had just won a big game, and he was like, "Ron, how are you?" And he's like looking directly up at him, like, "How are you feeling about the game?" Blah blah blah. And Ron Artest wouldn't say. It. He just goes, "Say Queensbridge." Say Queensbridge. <laughs> Say Queensbridge. And finally, Craig Sagers goes, Queensbridge. <laughs> he made him say the name of the housing project that he grew up in. That's and pretty awesome. Where Bernard Sanders will be speaking this Saturday. Oh. He of heart attack fame. <laughs> There's a debate tonight. And and you listeners in the future, you already know, uh, Tulsi Gabbard's head exploded during the, the debate. So that was shocking to all Very of us. Shocking. Apparently it was planned. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. But, hey, Tulsi, you got to respect it. Yeah, and Bernard had a fart attack this time, <laughs> not a heart attack. Actually, he grabbed the mic and held it to his asshole. It sounds fun, but it's way more serious than a heart attack. <laughs> it's potentially deadly, but uh, very exciting. Uh, but you all know this. Yeah. And I want to nominate a Lord of the Week. Do it. We haven't done yeah. it in a while. Yeah, yeah. So we dunk on uh, advertising a lot, rightfully so. But I just want to nominate as Lord of the Week. The uh, they finally brought back the men's warehouse guy, uh, Mike Zimmer, George Zimmer. George Zimmer. Mike they Zimmer did. The George Zimmer. Vikings. I saw him in a commercial recently. I looked up for a moment, and he's in like a newer one. Oh, that's awesome! I didn't hear the sound on it, but I imagine it sounded a little something like this. You're gonna like the way you look. I guarantee it. Yeah. Now, bring me one of those fucking prostitutes I paid for. God damn it. Or whatever he does off. Yeah, the set. put her in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Make her tell me she likes the way I, she looks. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about him. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome I back. actually don't remember his name because I'm getting it confused with the guy who did the racist killing in Florida. Sure, you know uh, which one? George Zimmerman. <laughs> There's a new one every. The main, week. the the yeah. first one, the or first. the first? No, not the. Yeah. You know the one, the really bad one, the really bad one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we didn't talk about today. I was going to say the NBA is going through some stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot there. That's like a crazy one. Cuckoo bananas. A whole episode on that. Um, Yeah. LeBron's getting himself into some hot water. I was disappointed in LeBron. Yeah. If you know me, you know I'm a huge LeBron fan, but this was bad. Yeah. He dropped the ball. It's his first misstep in a while. Yeah. But it was a big misstep. (laughs) Yeah. Because they asked him about the whole situation with China that we talked about that then he's dealing with and his it's like the first response he's given or the first take he's kind of given and basically he 
he basically criticized Daryl Morey, the guy who initiated the whole thing with his tweet. The GM for the, the Houston GM Rockets. The GM for the Houston Rockets supporting Hong Kong protesters. Basically blamed him and kind of made it about them losing money. And that's yeah, why he's upset more right. than anything else. Yeah, not like, a good look. It's not good. I know it can be interpreted because like the tweet was something like, I wish he wouldn't have done it when he did because we were there. You know, there were players there and blah, blah, blah. And I get if he wants to stand up for the players so that they don't have to answer the questions, yeah. but he didn't make that clear at all. And no, then he doubled down well, with yeah. two more tweets it's, afterwards. Yeah. It's like a, it's a, uh, cause it's like players versus management and ownership, which I get that, but I don't, I get the sense he didn't fully understand that no. the global geopolitical implications of what he was talking about. And now he was really taking the wrong side there yeah you know yeah. it's gonna be a really interesting ongoing story uh going forward because what's because they did play an exhibition game and it was like okay and they have one more i think that they still have to play but china no one's china. Apo- no one's apologizing really for the nba like straight up apologizing but they're also giving in a little bit mm-hmm. and so it's like where are you gonna go now right and what happens next it's yeah. sort of the NBA showing their ass a little bit, it seems to me, where they're like, this is a huge market for us. Right. You can't fuck this up. I don't care what they're doing over there. Yeah. And I get some of the players not wanting to be vocal because they do, you know, it's like, yeah, I know this is more about more than money, more than just money. But for some of these guys, like there is an I was listening to some basketball writers on a podcast and they were talking about how like there are. Some there is a player who's already lost like a multi million dollar deal who had nothing to do with anything, didn't say anything, but just because they're mad at the NBA, they're like, nope. Mm-hmm. And like Clay Thompson and a lot of those guys have deals in China, so it'll be interesting to see yeah. how that goes forward and like also just the free speech aspect of it because that's important. Yeah, but it was a bad look for LeBron. Like LeBron, you did not. Yeah, it's... you've done amazing stuff here, and people can mess up, people can have bad takes, but. I hope you clarify them because it's not looking good. Yeah, it's it's a thorny one. I mean, of course, all the crazy right wing a holes use this to try to negate everything LeBron and other players in the past have said regarding racial issues in our own country. And the thing about that is, yeah, that like, is what we're doing. Just <laughs> kidding, I'm like, not that. But it's like, uh, it's like, well, you know, he could be wrong about this that doesn't mean he's he's wrong about the stuff he said right, in the yeah, past yeah. right and i think a lot of people are you know being uh disingenuous or intellectually dishonest or whatever however you say it to try and just be like oh we'll see y'all said you know don't tell you shut up and dribble and now you're shutting up and dribbling you know and it's like well you're right but also he was still right about the stuff he said about yeah cops like killing unarmed also black do people these, all the time do these loons totally also understand the intricacies of this whole thing because right. like i don't myself like no I don't yeah know everything either. about it i doubt any of the nba players do as well right so it's just like it's complicated it's a complicated issue that being said he did but fuck it's a up. bad take yeah it's he, terrible he was like dude that's the worst thing you could say he didn't say he didn't handle it it's well like, yeah i'll shit on i'll shit on republicans all day but I'll yeah. shit on my heroes too if they yeah, fuck up. Exactly. And so And I'll shit on my Republican heroes too. Trey Gowdy. <laughs> dude, I love you, but what you what happened, man? Seriously, dude. 
You were my boy. Rand Paul. Kurt Schilling, man. Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Kurt. Kurt Schilling wants the Phillies manager job. Yeah. Or the Good. or the Red Sox pitching coach. Job. I would love for him to have it because I imagine take... he's bad. <laughs> yeah. I would love for him to get the Phillies job. That'd be yeah. Him and Bryce Harper together. Ooh, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a clown move, bro. Yeah. Oh god, that'd be a shit show. Yeah. I mean, can't be worse than Gabe Kaplan or my hey. Quit playing Xbox in the clubhouse. <laughs> There's a game outside. <laughs> oh boy, but yeah. Uh, thank you for bearing with us while we got that out. Yeah. But it had to happen. Yeah. And now you know us a little better. Now you know mm-hmm. why we are the way we are. Yeah. We but got to exercise the demon. That's right. But we're going to take a quick break and uh, we'll be right back with more sadness on the Sports Lords. down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sewing on a fiddle and playing it hot and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you played pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're going to regret because I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard because hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. And we're back, surfs, and, um, yeah, it's, sorry, it's it's gotten weirder even in here now yeah it's kind of crazy i mean as you guys know it's geico ween season right um according to the geico commercials it is geico ween <laughs> so we're in the like, thick of it it's really all of a sudden some very geico weenish it's like spooky, spooky stuff like the happening. lights are flickering and kind of off yeah. we're running on like backup power oh, yeah oh, do you hear that do you hear that oh, 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 what's that light uh, happy geico uh, who is that? Trick oh or treat. Smell my feet. Frame me for a bombing that I did not do in 1996. <gasps> Richard, Richard Jewell? It's me, Richard Jewell. Oh my God. This is the ghost of Richard Jewell, and I've come to haunt y'all and also to clear my name of any wrongdoing and to promote the upcoming film directed by Clint Eastwood about my life. And I, that I hope depicts me cool and not at all as a dumb dipshit from the South. Happy Gakoween, Jimmy. Happy Gakoween, Diego. Yeah, happy happy Gakoween, Richard. Happy Gakoween to you, too. Uh, it, welcome. A, thank you. Thanks, y'all. I heard y'all was talking about the, the 1996 Curse of Atlanta Sports. We were. And so just to be clear, this is a friendly haunting. This is a friendly haunting. Okay, a promotional haunting, basically. I'm yes. This is a promotional haunting <laughs> to promote a very good movie. I think that was coming out that my my wife sold my life rights for in order to let them make it. 
and it's a good movie by Clint Eastwood showing that the most persecuted man is the white man. Ooh. Okay, Richard, I don't know about that. Oh, I'm just telling you what Clint told me. Oh, well, yeah. I'm Y'all sure. see The Mule? Oh, I missed that one. I don't Y'all watch see, uh, Clint Eastwood movies anymore, yeah. really. They're not my... Uh, you the- didn't see Trouble with the Curve? No. Filmed at Turner Field. Ooh. I know a few people that were in that, actually, but... Clint yelling at the chair with no one in it kind of uh, ended... uh, Well, there wasn't no one in it. I was in it. you were in it! I was in it. And he was yelling at the chair, and I was pitching him a move, making a movie about my life. And he was was pretending you were Barack Obama. (laughs) Yes. But I quite, you know, the reason that I liked it, I like him, too, is because I saw Gran Torino, and I thought, this is the man who should make my life story, because I love that scene where he goes into the into the place, and he's like, you dumb Polak, and he's like, you old Mick dumbass, yeah. and he's like, you, you're dumb for your, your race makes you dumb. And then yeah. he shows the little... The little boy, the yeah. little Asian boy. Sure. He shows, hey, it's cool, actually, to be racist. <laughs> yeah, so, like, in every one of his movies, he's racist to a different ethnic group. Yeah. Which one is he going to cover here in uh, the movie about your life? Yeah. I'll never tell. I mean, I have to say, if it's set in Atlanta, I think I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> pretty good guess. <laughs> I mean, I think Jimmy knows. Yeah. Jimmy knows. Ding, uh, ding, 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 ding. The only thing I wasn't road. sure is because it was the 96 Olympics and there were a lot of people from all True. over the world there. True. But There's, if, yeah. if I had to bet, <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. But look, we don't have to go down that road. No, we don't have to talk race relations. We can talk the curse of the Atlanta sports teams that I done did on them. Yeah, so you, you're you the source of the curse. That's right. When I was wrongly accused of bombing the 1996 Centennial Olympic Park Olympic grounds thing and because I was a security guard that yes. found... The bomb, and I saved lives. Hey, you found a bag with three pipe bombs in it. Yeah. And I'd never even seen a pipe bomb before. Mm-hmm. Closest thing I'd seen was a cherry bomb my cousin Dale set off in my face. <laughs> this was in Danville? This is back in my hometown of Danville, Georgia. And I was so excited to be at the Olympics. I thought, I'm going to see so many different kind of people and so many different kind of athletes. And finally, Atlanta will get the glory it deserves. I mean, the great cities have all been Olympic host cities. Seoul, Munich, uh, Los Angeles, Paris, Mexico City, and now Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So that's like. That's such a huge opportunity for a security guard, right? Oh, it's every security guard's dream. We all would, uh, you know, we'd sit around and talk when I was working at the mall in 93. Yeah. And we were like, anywhere you could be a security guard. And of course, we all at the same time said, Olympics. And then there I was. Yeah. And I thought, damn, I hope this doesn't get bombed. Yeah. And then it did. And, and then it did. And you saved first, people's you, lives. You saved people and you were lauded as a hero. And That's it, right. But how quickly the tables can turn, just like the Joker, in a way. Oh, yeah? I haven't seen that movie, but I think he's a hero. 
and then he people get mad at him, and okay. then that's sort of what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was a hero, and then a villain. Yeah, yeah. The media made you into a villain, mm-hmm. and just assumed. Yeah, they assumed. Um. So, so to be clear, just to, so I can, the curse in Atlanta sports is because of you, you and can- not because. The Coca-Cola beverage company paid off the Olympic committee to house the Olympics. Mm-hmm. It's actually a Richard Jewell curse. It's me. I do two things. I ruin sports games for Atlanta sports teams by grabbing the sports ball of whatever kind and floating it in a way I want it to go. Uh, I did it all series for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, all those broken bats. So this is just, is this like a special power you acquired? Well, I've, I'm invisible or, when yeah, I so, so it's choose. Just a standard ghostly and ability. I float, yes. Yeah. Yes, but most ghosts aren't interested. Most ghosts do what I do in the rest of my time, which is haunt. Women's dressing rooms. Ooh. But other than that, I also ruin sports for Atlanta sports fans. I let them taste. They get so close. They can yeah. taste it. And I rip it away just like I could taste being a hero. And it was ripped away from me and tainted forever. And I was, my life was ruined. Yeah. Now, Richard, I, I can't help but like, you know, I feel bad. I, you know, I feel bad because like I, your life was ruined, and you were pulled through the the mud and like all, everything. But why take it out on the sports teams? Because like you know, we didn't do anything. Yeah, and you, you know, and fans, we didn't do anything. Georgia, you. You're too. a Georgia guy. Yeah, like you don't want to see the Braves win. Yeah, you don't want to see the Falcons take down the. No, I don't want anyone. I'm much like the Joker. And that now, now that it's been ruined, my life was ruined. Now I want to ruin everyone who likes sports in the state of Georgia. And I'm too scared, even in the afterlife, to leave the state of Georgia. Mm. So the only sports fans I may make miserable are those around me, because I have never left the state. Mm. That's why you're so serious. Why am I so serious about this? I mean, I can understand why you still hold on to this resentment because at the time of the bombing, you know, during the fallout and people, the media's dragging your name through the mud. Uh, Jay Leno on his show <laughs> at the time called you the uh, Una Doofus, oh, uh, uh, Una Bubba, oh, and Una Mama, um, Una Bomber jokes, but you're a you know, you're a dumb. Did he do that dumb. all in one run of jokes, it you think? Seemed, or did he do says, it over many nights? Um, it's not clear. I'm going to have to look at the references on the Wikipedia You don't have to page. answer that. And let me just say to Jay Leno right now, I'd like to see you drive one of those fucking cars right into a fucking wall, you stupid sack of shit. Thank you, Richard. You could go haunt him, yeah. and we would all be fine with America it. would would applaud you for haunting him. Well... Maybe I will, but um, I still want to haunt these Braves and these Falcons, and maybe I could do a double haunting. Yeah, I, you I have could, a lot of time, free time, right? I could when, go to the set of Jay's Garage or whatever he calls it, yeah. Jay's 
Jay's car porn or mm-hmm. the only, yeah, I think they probably call it the only scenes where we get where Jay wasn't sticking his dick in his car or yeah. something, you know? Yeah, he definitely fucks his car. He fucks those cars. We, are, we can agree on that. He yeah, fucks those cars. For sure. But I was made a laughing stock, much like the Joker. And then, but now I'm going to haunt these teams and I, and I'll rue the day one of them wins anything. Now, Richard, do you ever haunt or have thought about haunting Eric Robert Rudolph, the actual yeah. terrorist who is behind the bombing on top of many other bombings? Right. Because he's in jail now. Um, Damn, that would have been a good idea, huh? <laughs> Shit. I didn't think of that. I just thought sports team hauntings, you know? Sure. I'll put it this way. I'm not a smart man. Mm-hmm. In my life, I was a security guard. My diddy was a security guard, and his diddy was a security mm-hmm. guard, and his diddy before that was a security guard. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, our first ancestor who came from the old country, England, was a security guard on the ship, and his diddy was a security guard at the at Buckingham Palace. Was a constable? Uh, no, a security, security guard. guard? Oh, okay. Private was he one of the, security oh, the, guard. Was he the beef yeah. eater guys or no? No, not that not either. That's, he I was, met those. Yeah. He was outside of the palace, the lowest level security. Yeah, guard. he was just like the guy outside. He was like, no, stay off the grass. Got it. Thanks, y'all. Uh-huh. And actually, they we have proof that they had this accent in England, even that I have now. I guess that's where it comes from. I believe yeah, that sure. So it's just. It's my life as being a security guard. I don't remember the question, but... Do you do any security guarding in the afterlife? Is there any way for you to continue doing that? I've tried to be a security guard for celebrity ghosts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And I've I've lasted a few days here and there, but I don't make it as... I don't never make it very, very long. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you name a celebrity who's dead, and I'll tell you if I was there security guard go ahead throw some out um, there's been a lot of them joan lennon yeah i was his security guard but really? he said i reminded him too much of mark david chapman his killer tubby guy too what about robin williams <laughs> i'm sorry to laugh but i just he's so funny yeah i was his security guard too but he he didn't like my odor because you carry over your body odor oh, in the afterlife, over? yeah, oh, man. even as a ghost. Just and he like, said, he did this whole bit, I'll try and do it, he's like, stinky, very stinky, and I just was like, even then I was laughing. Yeah, yeah. I figured you would need a security guard from him, because he's so amped up all the time. Oh, yeah. Oh, I need a security guard who can protect me from the laughter that will yeah. consume me. <laughs> I love to laugh, but dang, Robin Williams, too funny. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, Richard, getting back to like the sports thing, did you before the Olympics, were you a fan of like, you know, the Georgia Bulldogs maybe or Georgia Tech or any of the local teams that you now ruin? I was actually a fan of the Valdosta State onions oh not the blazers but the onions well they were the onions then now they're the blazers oh, got it mm-hmm. but i was a big fan of them 
I've tried to help haunt them in positive ways, but they still, they manage to fuck it up usually. You know, I'll try to. You try to angel in the outfield them. Yeah. Yeah. But they're really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I can only do so much. I can ruin a game. I can't really help you win a game as good as you would think. That's true. Mm. That seems harder to do. It is harder. There's only one me. And I only got two ghost hands. <laughs> sure. You're just a simple ghost. I'm just a simple ghost. Roaming around Georgia. Mm-hmm. So how come, have has there been a chance for you to go to heaven or hell yeah. since you've died? Because you're kind of stuck as a ghost haunting, right. but like, how does that work? Do you yeah. not go to the one of the places? Do they not exist? They do exist. Good. And you're right. I should probably move on and go to one of the one of those places, but I'm my time is not I feel my time is not yet complete here ruining sports for you for all y'all. Your mission mm-hmm. still My mission is still uh, incomplete. One day it will be complete. But right now I can sense that it is not. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So you're you're waiting for the Olympics to come back to Atlanta. Maybe that is what I'm waiting for. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. They got it. They're probably going to circle back in the next five, six years. <laughs> yeah, that's how the Olympics work. Sure, Olympics are every couple of years, right? <laughs> every couple, every two to three. Years. I mean, it's too great a city not to bring it back. Sure, Centennial Olympic Park. Have you ever witnessed such a beautiful sight? I have a brick there. You have a brick I there? I have a brick at Centennial Olympic Park nice. in downtown Atlanta. Oh, yeah. very cool. I saved lives there. You did? Yeah. But such a beautiful setting for the Olympics. Well, you might get your chance. I mean, the Super Bowl just came back for the first time in a yeah. long time last yeah. year. Oh, I know all so... about that. <laughs> so you were the reason the, uh, the Super Bowl was super boring last year in Atlanta? Yes. Yes, indeed. I said, no fun will be had in this here city. Well, let me ask you this. How come you don't haunt Atlanta United, the new soccer team? Because they won. The what? Oh, I see. Aston answered. Never mind. Next question. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Don't worry about that one. Okay. I won't. Because I don't know what language that was that he was speaking, but it was not English as far as I can tell. It was, but no, no don't worry no. about it. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've got anything else for you. Uh, I'm not sure who's who's playing you in this new film. It's, uh, I think it's Brad Pitt. That's what Clint told me he would no, do. No, it's someone else. Oh, it's Leo DiCaprio. Some guy, Leo's producing it, but he's not playing. George Clooney. Some guy named Paul Walter Hauser. Is he was in uh, I, Tanya. It's kind of where he got his. Oh, it's the guy from I, Tanya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to guess he's so super handsome, chiseled, <laughs> perfect six-pack abs. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Yeah, sort More of like less. a uh like Nick Nolte in his prime, but with a mustache, I'm guessing. Um, this is a guess. Uh, it's sort of just Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. We'll okay, go with Nick that. Nolte. Mm-hmm. Nick Nolte. And is there a love interest played by Pamela Anderson? <laughs> Circa nineteen ninety six. 
Well, Kathy Bates plays your mom. So Kathy Bates and uh, uh, mm. Olivia Wilde is is also in the film. I don't know if she's the love interest, but she's Janet Reno. <laughs> she, she's playing. Don't Janet get me Reno. started on Janet Reno. And our our good friend and friend of the podcast, who was just here, uh, Randy Havens, is in the movie. I don't know what part he plays, but Randy is in the movie. He's friends of the show. Talented guy. Oh, you mm-hmm. like Randy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Follow his career. Very closely. That's great. So you've seen Godzilla King of Monsters and yep. Stranger Things. Yep. It's great. Yeah. Halt and Catch Fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh well, Richard, as we wrap up here, we just want to say like we Please call me Dick. Dick, Dick Jewel. Oh, you prefer Dick. Yeah, Dick Jewel. Dick Jewel. <laughs> Dicky, we just want to say that, you know, we think you're a hero. We know you did the right thing. Yeah. And we want to just, like, ask you, like, please stop ruining sports games because it's literally killing us. Yeah. There's some kind of ritual we can perform to get back in your good graces. You may have seen Kevin, who's not here. He had to leave because he was crying so much because we were talking about this. We all were crying. He's been really upset. He just got out of bed for the first time in a week today. So. Is there anything we can do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do. But I'll think about it. I mean, that's we'll take better it. than nothing. Yeah, we'll take it. Thank you. It's better thank than you, no. Dick. <laughs> thank you, thank you guys. But Dick, thank you for popping by. We you know, were going to interview Sir Paul McCartney, but he'll have to wait for next time. Yeah. Oh, Sir Paul, mm-hmm. I'd I'd love to talk to him about John. Uh, well, maybe you can catch him outside because he was also crying when we told him yeah. <laughs> when he, we were like, the power's out. I don't know. Yeah, he loves to hang out around the sportatorium. He's have you all read his new him. book, uh, Hey Grand Dude? Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> and like while listening to Egypt Station. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get through it. It was too dense for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Brits have a weird way of speaking. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was all pictures. Even those are weird. Those pictures are too dense. I didn't comprehend it. I got a headache halfway through, and I had to put my head in a bucket of ice. Also, ghosts still get headaches. Ghost ice? Ghost ice. Ghost headaches? Ghost ghost headache. Yeah, y'all fit right in in Ghost World. Well, soon enough, we'll be there, because... these the way these sports teams keep going. They're going to kill us. They're going to kill us. They're going to give us all... Or I'm going to kill myself because... Sure, yeah. One way, or one the or the other. One or the other. They're gonna put me in the ground. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'll think about. Just keep rooting for your teams, and maybe it won't be terrible next time. Probably will. It will. But maybe it won't. I have no doubts. All right. You're good at what you do. Yeah. You're good at security guard. You're good at ruining sports teams. Mm-hmm. Thank you for stopping by and talking to us. We really do appreciate it. And um. Yeah, go haunt Jay Leno or Eric Rudolph instead, maybe. I'll think about it. The season's over. Well, you got time. Hmm, I don't know. There feels like there's more haunting to do, but I'll think about it. I All really right. will. That's we'll... the best we can do. Thank you, Dick. Thanks, Dick. Thank you, guys. And we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with some dabs. Chuck Wings. Mic check, mic check. Hold up, hold up. Oh! We're going to go to the ATL with this shit right here. Turn up. Gang, turn up. Gang, turn up. Gang, 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 gang. Dab on. 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 Woo! 
What's up, folks? We're we're back. It's been a heavy episode, but we're getting yep. through it. Yep. We're you know one day at a time. That's what they say in uh, like I guess recovery or something. Yeah. Yeah. And we're a recovering sports fan from from Atlanta. I mean, it is an abusive relationship that we're involved in for sure. One of many for me. How about you guys? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I, it's all no. I uh, oh, it never. Yeah. No. Not. I'm happy. Yeah. Believe. Anyway, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't say romantic necessarily. Your work relationship, your family relationship. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, you told me about the cage. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, we're not talking. About oh, sorry. I'm cage sorry. Right sorry, now. sorry, sorry. You. Oh, the sexy one or the <laughs> punishment one? Don't talk about my cages. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, we have reached our final segment of the show, which, of course, is dabs. What does that mean for the new listener? Well, that means that the three of us pick a topic of our choosing. It can be sports-related or not sports-related, and we tell you why it bothers us or why it really ticks us off. Why it grinds our gears. Why it cheeses us off. Why it chafes our nutsacks. Why it makes us angry. There it is. <laughs> it is. Sorry, a, we were dancing around it. And you that was it all the in, whole way. Cut right to the core zeroed of it. Zeroed in for the kill. You yeah, had it right there all along. Let's follow Jimmy's lead and let's start with... Well, how do we know when dabs start and end, Oh, we Kevin? know it starts and ends because you hear the sound of a dab, which sounds just like this. Mm-hmm. So let's start with our first dab yep. starting right now. Diego, your dab begins now. Uh, my dab today is on... Uh, People who put gold on food and then sell it as the most expensive version of that. On Twitter, it's been going around like the most expensive lobster roll. And it's a lobster roll covered in gold leaf. I've seen it done with ice cream and hot dogs and all this other stuff. That's fucking dumb. It's stupid. It's unnecessary. And basically, you're just saying, hey, poor people, fuck you. So you know what? You suck and you just got dabbed on. (laughs) That shit's so yeah, stupid. What are you, fucking gold member from Austin Powers yeah. 3? I love gold. Like one of the yeah. worst characters ever. What yeah. are you, our Cheeto in chief? Hey, <laughs> gold toilet much? Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, you one percenter. Wait till Bernie wins. We're going to come for your fucking head. Purge the fuck out of you. You're going to get purged. Yeah. No, but what I will promise. He's probably saying the debate right yeah, now. Yeah. I promise to initiate the purge. <laughs> We will be purging the billionaires. We're going to have hot dogs the old-fashioned way with no gold on them. <laughs> and just sauerkraut and mustard and ketchup and whatever you want because you get to pick. You, it's your choice, but there will be no gold and we will purge the billionaires. It's uh, us, not me. You eat your hot dog how you want. Well, speaking of uh, Bernie. Bernie. Nope, sorry. No Bernie segue. Jimmy. Jimmy, speaking of Bernie, now here's Jimmy. Jimmy, your dad starts now. Um, well, speaking of one percenters, Ooh. this week I'll be dabbing on uh, what I call business chodes. Uh, <laughs> New York City is chock full of business chodes. Do you see them everywhere you go? And look, I just I hate them on sight. Sorry, I guess that makes me a hateful person. But when I see a guy with a fancy slick back hairdo and a fancy suit and he's walking down the street you know with his apple airpods in i want to purge him because you know what he probably voted for trump and he's probably got a billion dollars and i got 
you know, one nickel. So, <laughs> business Jones, guess what? You just got dabbed on. Damn, dude. You took him down hard. I did. Woo. I went right for the jugular on that yeah, one. I saw a lot of business chodes today in Midtown Manhattan when I was doing... The capital of business... Well... The suburbs of business chodes. Where's the capital? Financial I'd say probably district? probably a financial district. Yeah. It's like a different breed of business chode in Midtown where they all wear like the button-up shirt, the suit pants, the like fancy loafers, and then the uh, Patagonia sleeveless, uh, uh, what do you call those? A vest. Yeah, now yeah. that it's fall, we get a lot of cool Patagonia vests. Yeah. Uh, these guys. It's weird because like some of those guys, like the Southern analog is like a frat dude. Right. And some of them probably are like southern frat dudes. Sure. But then they end up in Manhattan, and it's like, how do you? Com- it doesn't compute. What are you doing? It makes here? me want to have like the seventies back, where like those guys get fucking stabbed in yeah. the Times Square. Yeah, exactly. And if you're listening, yes, I am advocating for those guys to get stabbed. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? We just saw the Joker. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> we're fucking twisted. We're, we're twisted as fuck. Doing what we're told. <laughs> And to be clear, none of us have seen the Joker no. yet. Yeah, we haven't. Not yet. Man, wait till we do. We're going to be so twisted. But yeah, fuck those guys. I see them at the gym and they come in packs and then just mm. like take up all the space in the locker room and just make out. Talk. They make out. <laughs> they kiss each other on the penis. <laughs> just a kiss. Bro, let me kiss your penis. Hey, bro, come kiss your dick. How many pumps can you get before you come? I'm just going to kiss it, though. <laughs> Well, on that note, it's speaking of kissing on the penis. <laughs> it's my okay, turn. Jeffrey Epstein. It's my turn to dab. My dab starts now. All right, today I've got a very specific target in mind. I'm talking about one teenager who I let use the bathroom at one of my places of employment that I work at for fun, and he went in and he took a shit all over the floor. Uh, and guess who had to clean it up? Yeah, me. And I did it for fun. Remember, I don't need this job. <laughs> but I basically realized I let the kid use the bathroom. It's kind of on me. I'm not going to make somebody else there clean it up. So I fucking did. Well, guess what, kid? Now my rules have changed. No more high schoolers allowed in the bathroom. And if I see you again, I'm going to fucking kill you. So guess what, kid who just shit in the bathroom and made me clean it up? You just got dabbed down. We haven't seen the Joker, but I believe that's why he becomes the Joker. Yeah, it was. It's a real low point. Yeah. Real low point. Mm -hmm. Cleaning up human shit makes you rethink some things. Yeah. I'm like, I can understand getting pee on the floor. Sure. Mm. How how do you get shit on the floor? Like, how does that? How do you and, miss the okay, with and shit? And if you do, does it like go down your pant leg or either way? Yeah. You're going to notice that you did it. Right. That's on you to you clean gotta up. You got to be responsible for yeah. that. And I don't think it was weird cuz he he limped in with his two friends. So it was like I guess he'd shit his pants. The turd was already like working its way oh down his pants, but he limped and but I was still, but in still my clean mind it up. but these were like these weird high school kids and he was in there forever. So I was like, it was probably a ruse. He's probably like rolling a joint in there. Yeah. I don't care. Like, but he was in there forever and then he left and then I checked and I was like, this motherfucker. 
Yeah, at the job I do for fun to remember what it's like to be a common person, uh, the attorneys that I work for that are supposedly adult educated people, uh, piss all over the floor. Mm, gotta love it. And I've, I've sent many emails out and it's like, look, if you got low stream, whatever, just get closer to the fucking urinal right. or sit down. And we've even had to clean up shit in the women's bathroom because they shit all over the floor too. Ugh the fuck man yeah what's wrong with people i don't get it i've never had that problem yeah that's one problem i've never had i've never not what's the deal with shitting on the floor (laughs) Uh, jerry uh, can i shit on your floor yeah it's uh it's really terrible can you believe it jerry the shit on the floor (laughs) i had to clean it up (laughs) oh man yeah bad bad stuff yeah, it's been a bad week, guys. But this therapy session has has been helpful. I think it's been, it's been good. cathartic, if nothing else. Yeah. Thank you for hanging with us today. Yeah. I know we've been in a bit of a a downer mood, but right. it's, it's been tough on us. Yeah. And maybe our sadness can uplift you in a way, Surf. No matter how dark it gets, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And granted, that light might be a truck coming to run you over. But hey, still technically light. It's still light. <laughs> and it's the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So, so you know. It's true. Um, no, but thank you all. Uh, go sports. Go We didn't team. get any reviews again. We got an yeah. edit on a review that was very nice. So uh. thank you, Jamal MMA guy. Not sure who that is. Could random be anybody. Person. Could be anybody. Just yeah, these, these screen names are weird. Hey, yeah. by the way, do we want to close out with any predictions of... Uh, things that can go horribly horribly wrong horribly wrong yeah bernie's gonna win yeah he's gonna be our next president Mm -hmm. and everything's gonna be great and trump's gonna go to jail and we're all gonna do great yeah trump's definitely going to jail he's not gonna get a second term at all it's not happening there's no way that's gonna happen the falcons are gonna turn it around and they're gonna win the super bowl sure yeah mlb playoffs any edits to predictions you know what? I want to spoil. I want to ruin this one because of I now now know that I have these powers to predict things, and they go the opposite. I'm gonna go ahead and predict the Nationals win the World Series. Hey yo, there you go. There you have it. Now, um, in terms of predictions, yeah, I'm still not predicting, but I'm I'm rooting for the Astros. I'm uh, hoping they win. Yeah, even though I, like I don't dislike them, but. I don't like the, the them. Team I, yeah, the team I dislike the least. Yeah, for sure. I've yeah. encountered the, they have very they have fun fans. I will say that about the Astros. I saw a couple who were wearing matching like suits that had Astros logos everywhere. This uh-huh. is when I was in Boston, so these were bold. It was a wow. husband wife, and they had cowboy hats. Wow, hell yeah! And then I saw another couple with matching Astros jerseys today in New York for the game. Wow, you know. Hats off! They got they got cool jerseys. They got a lot of. Cool... I do like their jerseys. I like that they've gone back to the. Yeah, ones I was they gonna have. say I like the hat they wear these days with the star and the H. And the H it's yeah. a classic look. I'm a fan of yeah, that. Yeah, because the '90s like weird mm, yeah. uh, black gold star. Yeah, thingy those were not was good. Ugly as hell. Yeah. I hated those. Yeah, the one the Nolan Ryan ones were also kind of cool. I thought because yeah. they were like just weird '70s. Yeah. But so I guess we're all going for the Astros. We're rooting the for them, but I'm not predicting them to win. Yeah, no, rooting for them, but I'm predicting the Nationals. Nationals are going to win. Right. 
And in the American League, I'm predicting the Yankees are going to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sounds good. Take that yeah. Take that to the bank. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show. Please. Tell people about it. Uh, the more people listen, the better it is and the more fun stuff we can do. And the we more really would money appreciate we it. get. Leave us a re- <laughs> review and a rating. You can please. find us anywhere you find your podcasts. And, yeah. Have a good weekend, everyone. Yeah. Enjoy Geico Ween. Yeah, it's the great, it's best time of year. It's the best time of year. Yeah. It's the most geico time of the year. <laughs> geico baby. Classic geico Carol. <laughs> well, we got to go. We got to go geico caroling yeah. around the neighborhood. Yep. So see get you guys. Get your mittens. Get your coats, guys. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. Happy Gakoween! <laughs> <laughs>